from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. When you fade into should have been big for Jay Farrar. The year marked the 25th anniversary of the debut album from his band Sunvolt. The Belleville natives started that band, of course, just after leaving Uncle Tupelo, the band that some critics credit with inventing alt-country. But 2020 had a way of upending even the most exciting plans. And so instead of celebrating, Jay Farrar found himself in a contemplative state of mind. His feelings about life and America infuse his new album, Electric Melodier, like this track, Reverie. That is Reverie from the new album by Sunvolt. The album is called Electric Melodier, and it comes out tomorrow. And joining us today is the band's St. Louis-based frontman and founder, Jay Farrar. Jay, welcome. Hello, hello. So I love the word reverie. The literal meaning is, quote, a state of being pleasantly lost in one's thoughts, a daydream. Did 2020 send you into a literal reverie? It did, indeed. Uh, You know, as we all know, the, the pandemic was the backdrop. And I started writing these songs right, right as the pandemic struck, you know. So uh, it was kind of an existential concern, really. It's like, you know, a musician that can't play music anymore, can't play live music. So I sort of uh, just tried to make the best of it and, you know, dove into the writing of these songs and, uh, you know, really just had a singular focus, I think, that oftentimes we didn't have as a band because we always were had another gig on the horizon that we had to kind of pay attention to. But this time, we were all able to really uh, drill down and focus on this recording. Is that where the pleasant part of the reverie comes in? You're lost in daydreams. Mm -hmm. So many people were having just terrifying dreams during this pandemic. Well, well, I probably had those too. But, uh, you know, music is one of those places you go to, to to feel better, actually. So so in this song, there's the lyric, uh, we won't know where we stand till December. What's that referring to? It's trying not to be overt. Uh, coming, you know, I tried to pivot away from the previous Sunvolt recording uh, union, you know, so uh, some of the topical stuff that I was putting into song, I tried to be a little less overt about, but but the election. I had to <laughs> wonder if that was about the election, like we're not going to get all these ballots counted uh-huh. till December. Was that your fear? Yeah. So we got the ballots counted, and then we had some people that didn't accept the results of those ballots. Was that something in your reverie that, that you'd contemplated? Um, I had not, you know, I, I was aware that there could be problems, but, uh, you know, it got, it got messy for sure. But music was my way of uh, 
escaping all that. And so you said you were you were kind of hoping not to be overt. You didn't want this to be a political album. I mean, that's right. I, I think you know the title, which we can talk about that a little bit. Electro Melodier is, you know, essentially two words taken from old amplifiers. I have an interest in old amplification, and a lot of the words they were using for amps and guitars back then kind of dealt with space exploration and all the possibilities, like you know, whether it's rocket or electro. In this in this song, Melodier, I mean, I'm sorry, this word Melodier jumped out at me as. Uh, Something, it's actually not a word, it's not in the dictionary, but I feel like it should, you know, it's sort of someone or something that emotes a melody, so melodier. So anyway, I'm sorry, what was your original question? <laughs> so I guess you were hoping this this wouldn't be a political album. You, yeah. you wanted to lean into the melody, right. maybe. So uh, yeah, there's always been that duality with some volt between the acoustic and the electric, and I wanted, you know, this title, Electro Melodier, to be emblematic of uh, you know, a return to more melodic, up-tempo, upbeat-type songs. But uh, again, I read the news too much. So, you know, with the pandemic as the backdrop and with, uh, you know, a lot of political turmoil as the backdrop, some of that found its way into the writing. The politics crept in. Yes. So we've got an example of that, at least the way I'm listening to this song. It, it feels like an example of this. This song is called Living in the USA. Let's listen to that. They say freedom is a natural thing From cradle to grave, show the world what's at stake A higher purpose walks these streets all around In a sea of noise, it's still there but tuned out Living in the USA your neighbor down the block we've all got fossil fuel lungs while we run out the clock living in the usa living in the usa where's the heart from days of old where's the empathy where's the soul living in the And that is Living in the USA. It's from the new album by Sunvolt, which comes out tomorrow. The album is Electric Mellow Deer, a word that maybe isn't a word but should be a word. It's according to Jay Farrar, uh, the band's frontman, who's here with us today. So, Jay, Living in the USA, of course, you can't help but immediately think of Born in mm-hmm. the USA. Was that intentional? Um, I wasn't. It didn't start out to be intentional, but I think as I was writing the song, you know, I was thinking that there are a lot of songs that I always use as touchstones that sort of established a thematic tradition. And Born in the USA is one of those. And another one is Rockin' in the Free World by Neil Young. So, you know, when it comes to social commentary, those those are kind of touchstones for me, those two songs. And this was just my attempt to uh, put put my own thoughts to 
to words and music. So the song compares America today unfavorably to where it used to be, the heart from mm-hmm. days of old. Do you feel like this is a nation in decline? Uh, that is a definite possibility, yeah. I mean, just the polarization is, is, is incredible, which, you know, I hope we find a way back. And yet it, it feels like there's a lot of uh, progressives and a lot of people who maybe share your thoughts on Donald Trump who have come to the conclusion that America was never good, that it was built on like this rotten foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing that in this song. Um, yeah, I don't know if the whole fun foundation was rotten. I think there's, there's just always been some cracks in it. So do you, do you we feel have to so fix the cracks. You feel like if we fix the cracks, I mean, is there hope? The song yeah. also feels kind of hopeful to me. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the pandemic in general and, you know, coming out of a period of political turmoil, I, I, I approach the writing of these songs with, with hope as a central focus for sure. And now, I mean, we thought we were going to be out of the pandemic. We yeah. may not be out it's, of the it's pandemic. It's not past tense. No. It's, yeah, it's, it does, definitely doesn't feel past tense this week. Um, I don't know. I mean, does that take you back to then just the, that feeling of 2020 where it's, it's just hard to feel hopeful all over again? Uh, I think we just all have to get used to the idea. You know, it's just the new normal and uh, we'll all just uh, adjust a bit and plow ahead. So we've been talking a bit about the politics that have that crept into this album, despite mm-hmm. what you had in mind for it, maybe. You also write about the personal. There's a song on here about your wife. I want to play this. This is called Diamonds and Cigarettes. We stood at the gate Time and time again, tempting fate. We've been through the powerful flows, pulled together how many times? God only knows. All the hard lessons with no regrets, we're still diamonds and cigarettes. of the soul books and songs we've lived the open road second hand cars making the rent in the unjust world and never seems to make sense all the hard lessons with no regrets we're still diamonds and cigarettes And that track is Diamonds and Cigarettes from the new album by Sunvolt. Uh, we're here with Jay Farrar, the band's frontman. Uh, Diamonds and Cigarettes, tell us the, the origin of that image. Uh, you know, diamonds, I guess, would uh, relate to, uh, you know, there's, there's <laughs> a wealth in our, in our bond, I guess. And, and the cigarettes is that there's, there's, it's still you know, still feels lively. So, uh, you know, that's one unintended consequence, I think, of the pandemic is just that bonds were strengthened, you know, both 
in terms of spending time with my wife and my family, my kids. I mean, we all spend a lot of time together. So. Yeah. And you and your wife, um, I understand you were high school sweethearts. Is that right? We've known each other a long time. That's correct. And I, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for her. Sunbolt wouldn't be here because she she had a job when we recorded our first recording, and I didn't. I didn't have a credit card and you know, didn't have a record company at that time. So the very first Sunbolt record, Trace, was financed by her credit card. So Wow. So this this one that now is in its 20, 26th <laughs> anniversary, this would right. not be here if not right. for your wife. Yeah. I understand that your the timeline of your relationship is not far off from the timeline of Sunvolt. Uh, yeah, we were married about a year after uh, the first Sunvolt record. So is this your 25th anniversary? Th- is this mm-hmm. year? That's correct. So you kind of missed the one 25th anniversary. Yep. You're getting to celebrate this exactly. one, or or yep. is the shutdown going to well, affect that too? We actually haven't celebrated the second one yet either. So uh, did you miss the date, or is the date still coming? No, just the travel didn't. You know, we did have some plans, and you know pandemic kind of shut down travel for a while. So. Yeah. To be determined, to be delayed. Well, so 25 years. I mean, that's a huge milestone. I have to think about 25 years for Sunvolt the band, 25 years for the marriage. What's harder, making a band work for that long or making a marriage work for that long? <laughs> um, they're about equal, I would say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, we're, we're, they're both still here. Do the skills that you learn in in working through problems with one, mm-hmm. do they also apply to the other? They do. Yeah, I think so. And, I, you know, I've tried to incorporate what I learned from one and apply it to the other. So uh, maybe that's why they're both still going. Yeah, it is interesting that, like, it feels like this year, is it 1994, 1995? Like, you must have been making some great choices right about then that here you are now looking back on that. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a good ride, you know. I, I just feel lucky to, to still be doing it. Now, you mentioned your kids. I feel like so many of us during the pandemic had trouble getting anything done because our kids mm-hmm. were just in the house, underfoot, all the time. Um, was that an issue for you as you're going into your reveries that there's, <laughs> there's a kid in the background who has needs? Um, you know, we all had to kind of find our own space. But, uh, you know, my, my kids are a bit older, uh, college, and my son just, just graduated from college. So, uh you know, they were in and out. But again, you know, I, I felt like it was, it was really, I sort of treasured those uh, extra moments that we got together. I feel like with a college-age kid, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you're now forced to hang out with me. <laughs> right. So how do they feel? Are they like, yeah, Dad has this amazing band. Um, are, are they excited about this new album, this milestone you're at? Um, they are, you know, in their own way. They've, they've always been very supportive. And, uh, you know, I've actually been working with my daughter some. She's been shooting some video because she's studying film in college, so. And will that video be a part of, of this new album? Uh, it, it will be. It's probably, you know, within about a week or so, it'll probably be released, yeah. A Reverie video. Oh, okay. So the video for Reverie, mm-hmm. your daughter shot. Well, there, yeah, there's one that's been out already that's been a, a, an early version, and there'll be another. Yeah. So what was it like working with your daughter on something like that? Uh, it was pretty cool, you know. I mean, just just seeing her work and I'm sure you know she was probably a little bit curious about watching me work at the same time so there was you know just a symbiotic (laughs) situation I guess. So we got a question on Twitter this comes from Vega who asked could you ask Jay if a tour is planned and if so when would Sunvolt be in the northeast which is also the safest Mm -hmm. and most vaxxed area of the U.S. by the way says Vega. Um, I looked at your tour Mm -hmm. schedule I didn't see dates in the northeast at this point. Um, Yeah maybe they're just not up yet but there there definitely are some uh, I know in 
yeah, we're going up to Boston and and, and uh, uh, Woodstock area. We have a couple dates up there. So. Okay, so you will be going to yeah. the Northeast. Uh, any sense of when that's going to happen? It's January and February. Okay, so good news for Vega. Um, at the same time, it feels like it's very hard to make plans right now. Mm-hmm. Everything is in flux. Are you worried that the timing of this, while it was great to get to write all of this during the pandemic, um, that things could get shut down again, all over again? Right. They might, you know, for sure. I, you know, I, I feel like Sunvolt was uh, fortunate in a lot of ways in that we had, had our, gotten our previous record out, Union, and had a chance to tour behind it, you know. So I empathize with other other bands that, that kind of got caught up in the pandemic. I can relate, you know, as one of my... Uh, Solo records got released the same week as 9-11-2001, so I, I know how that goes. Um, but yeah, you know, again, just, just looking forward to getting back out there and playing these songs, and hopefully uh, everything uh, keeps progressing in the right direction. So we want to mention that this tour kicks off uh, right here in the St. Louis area at the Open Highway Music Festival in Chesterfield. That's going to be next weekend. You'll be playing on uh, Saturday, August 7th. And this is a new band lineup. Tell us about these changes. Uh, John Horton joined us on guitar, and he'll be playing some baritone guitar. You know, Chris Frame, who recorded uh, on Electro Melody or, and you know previous record, he uh, wanted to spend more time with his family. But I've known uh, the n- new guy, John Horton, for he's actually an, an old guy. And my not I don't mean that in, as an <laughs> I old. I hope he's listening. To I this. mean that as an old friend, you know. So an old friend. So he's a part of this. But, you know, he's with the Bottle Rockets. Right. They're, they're a big band. Sunvolt's a big band. Sure. Has it been challenging to bring together what I'm sh- sure are different styles or different ways of being used to doing things? Um, maybe different ways, but, you know, we, we have a, a solid background in that we actually were in a ba- John Horton and I were actually in a band together with uh, my brother and Gary Hunt called, uh, um, oh my gosh, it's Honky Tonk Band. <laughs> and was this all the way back before Uncle yeah, Tupelo? Yeah, and also John Horton played on a few of my, he played on a solo record of mine, Terroir Blues, and he also played on uh, one solo record, played on a song. So this is not by any means a, a brand new player into right. the mix here. This is someone you know how to play with. Exactly. Yeah, we're old friends. And so you're going to be doing this. This uh, this happens in Chesterfield. What's running through your head as you get ready for? It's been a while since you've been able to have mm-hmm. a live performance. Uh, that's right. You know, I, I think it'll be like getting back on a bicycle. But uh, you know, one thing that's going through my head is the fact that it'll be August in St. Louis outdoors. So be that, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> be fun that's a good way to say it are you already planning like what is your your cooling strategy exactly yeah i that that's we're going to bring that up at the next team meeting you know what's what's it going to be like ice covered towels or what so yeah you better hope the heat breaks before we get to the following weekend Mm -hmm. so that is uh that's the open highway music festival in chesterfield i believe tickets for that are still available if people want to join you for that and i gotta ask i'm told that right before everything shut down so this may have been your last performance before this one this was on the out Law Country Cruise? Yeah, that we did do that. That was actually Sunvolt's last show. So, and that was happening right about the time the Super Bowl was happening down there. And I remember there was talk about, you know, this 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 virus, but it, it hadn't really taken hold yet. Wow. So that was your last show mm-hmm. until the one that you're going to be playing in Chesterfield. Right. You feel ready to go. So our last show was on water. So we're looking back, looking forward to getting back on land.
And Chesterfield can provide that, boy. Yes. Well, Jay Farrar, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And uh, that new album is called Electric Mellow Deer. That comes out tomorrow. Um, and the Open Highway Music Festival, you can catch Sunvolt there. That's at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. They're going to be performing on Saturday, August 7th. And I want to go out of the show with one more track from Electric Mellow Deer. This is Arky Blue. It's St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.